money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I, well, yeah, we're going to talk money this morning. Well, I'm Dave Van Opp, and I'm here with my wife, Reb, and we are here to talk money, and I am excited about the topic today because we're going to talk about money. Well, I think that's why I was a little bit hesitant when you said it because of the topic, because we're doing more than just talking about talking about money. We're actually going to talk about communicating about money. Okay, I was confused there for a minute. Yes. But, but I'm we're not gonna, so much anymore. Okay, we're going to make it a little bit clearer as the morning <laughs> goes on because communicating is more than just talking. So What? Yeah, some of you introverts out there are going to be really glad to listen in on this show this morning. So, Okay, well, before we get there, <laughs> we are talking about the hard issues yes. around money. And where do we go to find out the cues for our heart? Well, we go to the Lord and we go to his word uh, to, to get a revelation about some of those things. Now, uh, as you know, if you've been listening over the last little while that we don't always pick verses about money uh, to share at the beginning of the show. So today's verses come from James, and I love the book of James. It's really practical. It's got some Mm -hmm. great metaphors. Mm -hmm. It's got some great pictures. and, and James was the brother of Jesus, so yes. he had kind of an in there, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, close connection. So, and, we can and, pay attention and I to have that. seen the dramatization by uh, David Kitts, right? That's right. He, he yeah. does that, and he does such a good job of this. Anyway, that's another side. So, I'm going to read from James 1, and we're just going to look at two verses. This show this morning is actually a two parter about communicating. So, we're doing one show today, and it follows our great interview last week with Ray and Arlene Borg, where we talked about talking about money and communicating and And, and that was valentine so you know you're coming down from the 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 sugar (laughs) high maybe the communication will start to happen but valentine show with ray and arlene was awesome yes so So, and so and and next week we're going to continue this subject because there's so much around this issue um and it's part of the heart of what we do at more than enough is getting people to start talking and communicating Mm. about money not with just with their spouses or families but with Uh, people in general. So these verses, are. we're going to look at James this week and next week. So this is James 1, uh, verses 19 and 20. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, or in another translation, slow to get angry, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm. I love these three things, swift to hear, swift to speak. That means you're, you're going to quickly hear. You're going to be quicker to hear than speak. You're going to be slower at speaking and quicker to hear people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be slow in getting angry or defensive. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just tell you, as you probably have already guessed, I'm a talker and I'm a communicator. And... I would say that in the family I was raised in, we have a great 
uh, family, and we love to laugh together. I'm the youngest of seven kids. So you can imagine around our supper table, I would say to my family, listen to me, because I came nine years after everybody else. So I was the young babe, and they were all adults. And I would yell at the table. And it's funny, because our Serena does the same thing sometimes at our house. Listen to me. Because I wanted to be heard because everybody was always talking, not so much listening, <laughs> and sometimes really quick to get angry because we all thought we knew we were right, right? There's that, <laughs> I'm right. And these verses, as I've read them over the last decade, have just really convicted me. And I need uh, every day to remind myself to listen. <laughs> listen to you, Dave, and listen to my kids, and uh, not uh, listen so that I can jump in in the next second mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tell people what I think because I'm right. Because sometimes we listen to people just to formulate our, our next point in our heads mm-hmm. and then tell them what we think so that we can be heard. We right. actually want to become listeners. And around this issue of money, we want to listen, especially to our spouses and our children. We want to listen to them in such a way we want to listen for understanding not listen to formulate my next point, but listen to understand and not necessarily say anything in response and not get defensive about what people are saying. Because sometimes when we talk about money, Dave, it feels like because of my own insecurities, it can feel like you're attacking something that I've done. For sure. And and how many times... Don't I jump to the wrong conclusion? Because I've already, in a sense, answered your (laughs) sentence. (laughs) And and, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, that wasn't what I was going to say. And yet I've, in a sense... And, and, you know, again, that jumps to the conclusion that leads to anger because often, you know, right. we jump to the wrong conclusion and then it's like, okay, well, this is what they really meant. Well, no, maybe that wasn't, that may be what you heard or maybe it didn't get, the, the thought didn't get finished. So this communication piece is a big piece all by itself. It, it is. It, I mean, now and you take throw my, money. Oh, yeah. Throw, throw, throw yeah. the topic of money on top, and we're going. Okay, wait a minute. We, we're we're getting to a, a toxic soup, or you know. It, yeah, it is. A, I these verses have just. I mean, and and then James. You read the whole book of James in light about communicating. You should. You should. We we should all go do that and think about talking and communicating and listening to others because he talks about the tongue being like a forest fire. That's the one thing you can't tame is your tongue. We all know, you're all listening to this and I can see everybody shaking their heads. I know that you all can identify with that. You you hear a person and you've already 10 steps ahead in the conversation, already formulated where this conversation is going. And you have to consciously say, you know what? I have to be slow to speak, mm-hmm. quick to hear, and slow to get angry. Mm-hmm. Because that anger that comes out of these conversations does not produce righteousness. Mm-hmm. It does not lead us in the path of righteousness. It leads us on a totally different path. I love that idea, and I'm going to leave a phrase, and I, and I hope you pick up on this phrase, but patient in communication. Mm. What a what a great, I mean, just let that kind of roll around in your mouth a little bit and then let it sink down into your heart a little bit. We need to work on being patient in our communication because it leads to the righteousness of God. Like, yes. don't, don't we want the fruit of righteousness in our own lives? Don't we want, it doesn't matter if we're in the church, out of the church, where we are in the community, 
wouldn't that be something that we would just love to have identify us as the body of Christ that, wow, there's a person who the righteousness of God, I can actually see it manifest. And, and part of what James is saying here, I, I think, and at least part of this is, is that if we are slow to speak, excuse me, slow to speak, then in patient in our communication, the fruit of that is the righteousness of God. And and as you're sharing that, I'm thinking, right? You're already, when, I mean, that's a normal part of communication. When someone says something, an idea pops in your head and you want to get it out as quickly as possible or you'll forget it. And I might just forget what I was about to say. Um, but actually, I don't forget. What I'm hearing also is that we live in such a world that we're busy and our life is full and we're hopping from one thing to the Mm -hmm, next mm -hmm. and we just want to give the instruction and move on and quickly let's get through this discussion. But actually, that's part of what we're talking about today. We have to slow down and to start facing our financial reality and start facing our communication reality. And today... Mm This show is about why is talking and communicating and listening about money so important uh, about our finances? Why is this such a hot topic? But before that, we're going to talk. Here's some just definitions of what Mm -hmm. communicating Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read this great quote that um, Dave and I share in our seminars about communication. Communicating is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. It's a way to connect people and places. It happens in writing in speech, in body language. Sometimes what we say is totally debunked. We can say something out of our mouth, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's the tone or our body language. I think you can all relate mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You can say, oh, everything's fine, mm-hmm. but inside you're seething, and the person you're talking to knows it. Um, communication is also listening, being an active listener, because an active listener looks to the heart of what someone's trying to say. So your your spouse or your kids may be angry about a financial decision, and it's coming out in this spewed mess. Mm-hmm. But inside, you're looking and you're thinking, oh, they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're afraid they won't have enough. Mm-hmm. Or they're afraid that they can't pay the bills this week. Mm-hmm. they There's a different, you're hearing it, but you're seeing something underneath. And then you can speak to what's underneath. Right. And, and, you know, we see Christ do that so many times in Scripture where, you know, he has an interaction with people and we're listening and we go, now, how did Christ get from that question to that answer? Right. You know, in the sense of, and and yet that's exactly what Christ is doing. He's listening. He's, he's in a sense, listening with his, with his ears and, and thinking with his heart and looking at the heart of of the person that he's interacting with and going, okay, this is really the question you're asking, or this is what really is going on. So, so let's, let's go that way. And that's an exciting, that's a, that's an exciting example for us to look to because mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to be that kind of communicator mm-hmm. uh, to be to to actually speak to the heart of the issue, which would bring freedom and restoration. And 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 it's really difficult. Communicating is hard. Listening is hard. Um, we have conflicts all the time. God calls us to unity, and it this is not easy. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is not. Relationships. It takes practice. It does. It and takes it, and, tons of practice. And I've learned that you can communicate and talk and try and express your own heart as much as you can, but it 
it still doesn't change the heart of the other person. They may not be ready to hear what you have to say. They may still be hurting from what you've done. Mm-hmm. And that happens in relationship and finances in marriage all the time. All you're the time. ready. I'm ready to communicate to you, Dave, about something. But you're still like upset about something that happened this week in our, in our finances or not in our finances. Mm-hmm. And you're not quite ready. And I'm like, no, just hear me. But you're not ready yet. And that's where the patient Mm -hmm. listening the waiting Mm -hmm. on on some on that other person's ability to hear and be ready anyway that's a whole other topic too but i really (laughs) want to read this a quote from gail vax vaz oxlade i always get her gail vaz oxlade it's from a book called money talks which i love because she taught she writes about how to talk to people about money and gail's claim to fame is if you've you've seen the show till debt do us part right. she's a canadian girl yes. so uh, i love the canadian context we so often get that stuff from the states but here's a canadian context um and go ahead Rip. so this is great The idea that money is the leading cause of problems in relationships is routinely repeated in the media. More than sex, more than children or in-laws, money is cited as the most common area of conflict. It's not the money. Nope, it's not. Money is the medium of exchange, that's all. It's what we use to complete our transactions. So money isn't the problem. We are the problem. How we behave, what we do with our money, and how we communicate about that behavior. It's at the root of most of the challenges we face with and blame on money. There are people who want to maintain power over others. There are people who want to be in control. There are people who are willing to use guilt to get what they want. And there are people who do not want to take responsibility for their own lives. All this and so much more is reflected in what we do with our money. And how we talk about it. I add that little part in. (laughs) We can use money to demonstrate affection. We can use it to exhibit pride. We can use money as a measure of success or failure. We can blame our lack of money for what we have not achieved. We can look at others' abundance and be jealous of what they have. I can hear everybody identifying with all these things out there. I'm just, because I identify with some of these. But the problem isn't the money. Money isn't at the root of whatever it is that's gone wrong or right. No matter how often we may say it, it is. Our unwillingness to tell the truth, to really communicate how we feel, that's the problem. And I will add this, because this is what I added in our seminar. When we feel... When we fail to be honest with ourselves and express our feelings and needs to others, God and others, we become a victim to our financial circumstances and we can blame our spouse, our family, our circumstances that we don't have enough. Mm -hmm. We can become a victim with that victim attitude that it's everybody else's fault and we're just not facing it. So scripture actually says, this quote always reminds me of the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. There, there's mm-hmm. that, right? But I read for a long time, I thought it said money was the root of all evil. But it's like she says, money is the tool of exchange. That's all it is. That's all it is. And yet, um, <clears throat> the evidence of, of what's going on in our heart, and this is why when we're talking about communication, it's really a hard issue. Yes. It's not a money issue, although it is a money issue, right? So we That's we're, not gonna discount, we're not yeah. going to discount that. But the, the reality is, is we, we have, if, if our relationship with each other as a couple or is, is okay, 
then guess what? We're probably a little better at communicating about money with that because our relationship with each other is better. But if our relationship with money is strained, it actually reverses and it affects our relationship with each other. And so, the, you know, it's, it's a hodgepodge mishmash of, of, of what comes first, the, the communication or the money, the money, the communication. Uh, it's not a first or second. No. It's, these are all interrelated and, and they do re- to, uh, affect and, and relate to each other. So communicating about money, there are some things that we can do to make it easier. Right? There are, but one of the reasons why we need to communicate about money is, as you say often to people, we are disconnected in our society to money, mm-hmm. and it is so important that we can talk about it. But when we're disconnected, when we don't see the cash in our hand, when we don't get, like we used to get, you do a day on the farm, the farmer mm-hmm. would come at the end of the day and pay you cash, mm-hmm. you you would feel it. It would be tactile. But now you have that deposited right in your bank and you never see it. You never touch. You you don't have to touch cash mm-hmm, anymore, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a crazy thought. And, and you know, I, I don't know if you've ever, ever been in that situation. I certainly know that I have where you're in the grocery store and and the young boy young girl maybe it's yours maybe it's the one behind you that says you know oh mommy can i get the chocolate bars because the chocolate bars are right there at at that level level, right (laughs) Uh, and and you're going no we don't have the money for it and really what you're saying is is we're choosing to spend our money on other things but you know so and then the the child well just put it on the card right just just add it to that Add it to the groceries. Bill, right? It's only a yeah. dollar. Exactly, right? And so we're going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. There's there's even that disconnect in our children now in terms of, well, can't we just put it on the card? You know, doesn't that just work? Right. Isn't the money just kind of there? And right. so we have to educate our children in the sense of saying, no, we have to actually put the money in the bank account. That's why daddy goes to work and, and all of those things to, to, to do that. But the reality is, is there is a huge disconnect just with the tactile part of our money. And that leads to a different way. We now have to, in a sense, figure out how we're going to communicate about this money thing. Because as we were talking about 50 years ago, hey, the money was under the mattress. The money was in an envelope. The money was tactile. If it was in the house, you knew how much it was. And so the, the conversation between husband and wife was, you know, or even just yourself, was pretty honest. This and, is the money we and, have. And it didn't take away the friction or the conflict because if the cash wasn't there, you weren't buying it. If mm-hmm. if there was a drought or if there was hail and there was no, you didn't have a way to pay your bill at the feed store or, mm-hmm. you know, what what do you do? And, and I'm sure there were conflicts and hard times that people discussed Absolutely. those things. Yeah. But now there is what we're really seeing is there is this inability to face financial reality we're just not looking at it and it's easier to dismiss because we're not actually seeing the cash or lack of it under the the bed and we have access to credit which my parents only started Mm -hmm. like like my my mom is almost 91 and Mm -hmm. she she saw the the welcoming of the credit system Mm -hmm. when she was married and had kids they didn't have a, a lot of access to credit 
So let's let's go back to how do we communicate about this? Because this is this is real, you know. Even when we log into our bank accounts and we're saying, okay, there's this much money in the bank, and then you read across the top, and I, uh, most of the banks have that. You know, you have access, you have a thousand dollars in the bank account, but available cash is fifteen hundred because I have an overdraft or because, and so we're, we're even getting promoted in terms of, we're not quite sure how much is available or not, right? And so this is a communication piece. This is a thing you decide, whether it's with your spouse, if, or if you're married, it's with your spouse. If you're single, it's, it's with yourself, to be honest, and say, you know what? I am not, I'm, I'm either gonna take the overdraft away because I don't wanna be tempted by it or I'm gonna set my own overdraft so $1,000 is my new zero and I'm gonna, if I go below $1,000 in that account, then I know that there's, uh, that's a yellow light. I, I don't speed up, I slow down mm -hmm. in terms of my spending because I have decided that my new zero is $1,000, however that plays out and then agreeing and talking about that and saying this is why we're doing that in terms of how we communicate that to each other you have to be both on the same page well and you have to be willing I, mm -hmm. i'm in, in our next show we're going to have uh talk a lot about the practical things about how to get this conversation started but if you don't understand why you're talking about it, you're not going to. Mm -hmm. And you really have to slow down your life. You have to slow down those moments so that you can talk and say, this is an important issue for us. You know, do we believe that we're okay with debt for the next 25 years on our house? Or no, we're not okay with that debt. Mm -hmm. I mean, money is always changing. One of the comments that we've received from people is, oh, we wish we were at the stage you guys were at with talking about money. And I'm like, uh, I got the bruises <laughs> to prove it. Uh, I don't know if that helps, but they're pretty recent. So uh, I mean, we've been doing uh, this for 10 years. I mean, we have our own money story about how we've had to learn to communicate. We've had some raw moments. It's not easy. It is getting easier. But money is is moving. That's I love that how you always say that, Dave. It's currency. It's in a current. It's not. It, right. So think about think about the, the river, right? So when you look out, uh, if you've been to the ocean, you look across the top, and often, you know, you'll see a little bit of movement at the top, but you don't recognize that what's happening underneath that, the current, the riptide, is is much more powerful than what you see on top. And communication is like that. Mm. We can put up the veneer, the facade. We can pretend we're listening all on the outside. Mm. Meanwhile, on the inside, there's a lot more going, going on. on. Yes. And, and we want to just kind of bring that to the surface so today. You, so you're saying that not only is money a current and always moving and changing, your life is always moving and changing, but underneath what you seem to be communicating, there's this can be a huge current, um, maybe of some issues that you've had for, for years about money or your upbringing or how you don't like how your wife spends money or you want to spend money, but she wants to save it all the time. And there's this current of emotion that uh, needs to be communicated. And so they're both. So and maybe you don't have a safe place right. for that, right? right? I mean, again, we're going to talk about that in our next show, creating a little bit of an environment so that it's safe to talk about money right. because we recognize that hey there, there's 
this is a place where their the safety has been invaded. I'll leave that for the next show. We yes. won't go too far. <laughs> but to understand, <laughs> well, that's why. I mean, we. Why do you talk about money? Because we're distanced from money. You have to be intentional to face it, because. It is so distant from us in our culture. You have to talk about money because your circumstances are always changing. Currency is static. Your own emotions are changing. Your response to money is changing. And that's why you need to talk about it. And the last, one of the other things we talk about in our seminars too, and um, it comes from Howard Dayton, this idea that God wants to use our finances to bring unity and blessing to our marriages. This was a real shift for me in my my own walk with Dave because I had never saw I never saw that God could use money to bless my marriage mm-hmm. to bless your marriage now that's a paradigm shifter why why did I actually even grab a hold of that thought it was because the issue of money in our relationships is cited as to be one of the biggest causes of divorce in Canada. Like, it's divisive it, it is divisive the discussion around money behavior around money is divisive and I thought well of course if it so divides wouldn't actually God want to use it to bring blessing you get on the same page you discover purpose together you and um, Howard Dayton actually has this if I can find this quote here that I brought with me this morning Uh, have you ever thought that God wants to use your financial story as a couple to bring your marriage blessing that question that there is a quote i can't find it this yet but he says that you guys decide together because you're going to suffer the consequences together you got or you're going to receive the blessing together so if you're in unity and you have the same purpose the same goals it doesn't happen overnight you have to start somewhere and we'll talk about that in the next show but it's so amazing what god can you when you say yes we're going to give here God says, I'm going to bless your marriage because you're doing this. We knew this was going to be a two-party. I know. We're just getting rolling into this. And it's like, time is up. (laughs) But this is a two-parter. So, you know, listen up for next week's show. We're going to have some practical tips. We're we're going to really dig into some of the the things, tips, tools, tricks that we can use to help with communication. This week, I want to leave you with one piece of homework, one thought, one one thing to do in the next week with your family. that is simply this. Everybody sit down, take an intentional period of time. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be long. Just take a few minutes and ask the question, why aren't we communicating more about money? Yeah, it's a there great it question. It's a great so, question. There we go. Reb, why don't you take a second, pray us out of okay. here. Father, we just thank you for this morning and this time, and we thank you that you are lifting the burden of this discussion, that you are a part of the discussion that we're going to have in our families and in our, with our spouses, and we just thank you that you're making a way for us uh, to talk about money. Great. You've been listening to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. Join us next week when we continue the conversation about communication. Let's find out how starting to talk about money right? If you have questions or you want to find out more information, if you want to leave a comment, go to our Facebook page and leave a comment on the Facebook page. If you want to download the app, we've got it at More Than Enough at CHRI and on iTunes. So lots of places you can download. Tune in again and let's talk money. 
Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.